I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? saying? The dog lover. That time. Four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the favorite show Give it to us. on the block. The favorite show on the block, the same more show. Welcome back to another episode. This one's going to be really good. If you have ever felt not enough, not good enough, too much, whatever it is, the enoughness, if you have that little voice inside of your head, this is the episode. You want to turn those little ears up, you want to clean them out, <laughs> and you want to stay tuned. <laughs> but before that, as always, we are going to tune in to ourselves and how did you pause for a moment say more be more or do more so jordan alexis nolan tell us how did you say more be more or do more this last week Mm, i definitely did more but it felt like i did less i Ooh, i I love it's true yeah i feel like i just played so much so we went to florida on kelsey's family vacation it was so much fun and i honestly I at one point Kelsey and her mom and like family are like sitting there and I think I played in the ocean for probably six to eight hours with like one of those little nets that you would like catch like fish or seashells with and I like went around the pier and I was just so in my own world and it felt like I was five years old again at the beach like just playing with myself and I had so much fun and normally like I do love when like Kelsey does things with me and I'd be like come out here but I was truly just like in my element and basically a little mermaid and it was so much freaking fun Mm, yeah I definitely saw your childlike self come out and you were very content and happy and fulfilled in doing not really a lot and I think that that's perfect and you felt so fulfilled from it totally beautiful how about you tell me more me i um for me i what was i what was i I, what are you who are you guilty (laughs) i be more you be more yeah be more i be more in the way (laughs) (laughs) just uh relaxing more i took some space some time off i didn't like were i don't know i just felt like an there was a beingness. Yes, I was doing less because time off, but I also feel an internal, like, less rushy or pressury. And, like, I'm actually, when sometimes when you be or do less, you have internal chatter that feels like you're still working or still doing. Yeah. And I feel like I felt less of that chatter, which felt I really love good. That for you. I do feel like, and I'm very proud of you, like, I feel like we barely checked our phones. It was very nice, and there was none of that, like, pressure to do other things. So I was proud of you because sometimes one time we went on vacation, this is a story for another day, and she, like, three days in was, like, ready to get back to work, and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. You've come a long way in a year. Proud of me. Proud Proud of you. Love it. (laughs) You know, speaking of that, we came back from our little getaway in Florida, which was very nice, and we just were thinking about women feeling not enough. And so today, today, 
Today, we're going to dive into when is enough enough? I think both of us, if you've listened to this podcast, you know more about our stories, which is always we both in our own way chased more, tried to achieve more, tried to chase success, tried to get all the things externally. And when is enough going to be enough? And when are you going to feel enough without, with, with all of the things that you're getting? Um, so yeah, we're going to jam on that today. Cool. Love it. You want to kick it off? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I'll just name, I think this, like anything we talk about, is an ever-going process. I think you're constantly going to have to remind yourself that you are enough, and you're going to go through seasons mm-hmm. where you may not feel like enough, and then other seasons where you're like, I'm crushing it, and I'm so enough, and I'm so worthy. So if it oscillates, and sometimes you feel enough, and sometimes you don't know that that is so normal... Um, I even personally just navigated something where I was feeling like I wasn't enough and I re- and I kind of tied it to I wasn't getting validated in the way that I was maybe seeking or hoping or like I used to maybe a few months ago um, in regards to work and it was a big realization and I think something hopefully you guys take away from this is that you have to learn to validate yourself and I mm-hmm. and I knew that but I it doesn't matter if you know it, (laughs) you have to actually apply it and do it. And so something to practice is to validate yourself, to clap for yourself, to be proud of yourself, to celebrate yourself often. Um, Because when no one is clapping for you or telling you you're doing a good job, a, a voice or a story that can come up is I'm not enough. So how can you validate yourself um, when those voices arise. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because that's where the rat race comes in is you're always going to be looking for people to tell you how proud of they are, how proud of you they are. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna, you're always going to be searching for that and it will never feel enough. So you're always going to keep doing more, achieving more, chasing more, feeling the undercurrent of fear of this this lack of until you do it from the inside out for yourself, mm-hmm. that's when you're truly going to feel enough. Yeah. And it, it's a rat race. And I think both of us have been there in their own ways. And sure, they will. it will pop up and the voice of I'm not enough will arise. Um, but one thing that I, I think is true too is when you show up in fear, you attract fear. When you show up in I'm not enoughness, you attract that. So it's really also about changing your perception of what, what it is enough for you and getting really curious on that and we've talked a lot about just like I think what success is on that but how do you know when enough is enough Mm, that's a good question how do you know when enough is enough do you know (laughs) (laughs) that's a great open-ended question I I don't know I think you have to have almost this just unwavering belief something that I've started doing actually is more on like What are my expectations? So when I go into anything now, it's like, okay, if I'm going into a meeting, if I'm going in to do something for Kels, if I'm going to, uh, I don't know, lead a webinar, like whatever it is, is I'm like, okay, what are my expectations? And I literally will like write them out or just mentally like think of them. And then I kind of leave them at the door. I acknowledge them and then I let them go because anytime we have an expectation on being validated or an expectation on being praised or an expectation on something being enough or somebody else's reaction, we're oftentimes let down 
and then left feeling like, fuck, was that enough? And questioning, like, am I worthy? Was that good enough? Oh, my God, should I have done more? Instead of being so rooted and knowing that whatever you're delivering, whatever you're, whatever the thing is, it is enough. And that you are enough. Mm-hmm. And that just your presence is enough. So almost, I think sometimes, checking what your expectations are yeah. to feel like you're enough. Like, Absolutely. really revalidating yourself before you do whatever the thing is. I love that. And I feel like just hearing you say that, how often we give our power away to somebody else to tell us about our greatness. It's crazy. It's crazy. It really is. <laughs> that makes me laugh. <laughs> Why does it make you giggle? It makes me laugh because I was literally just talking to my therapist about this <laughs> last week or earlier this week. And I was like, why is this showing up again? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I haven't been validating myself. And so that just goes to shows like that. That work never ends like that. You constantly have to reassure yourself that you're enough so that you're not on this rat race so that you're not constantly spinning your wheels. And like you said, giving away your power. I think that's one of the biggest things and why generally I would say 99% of the time or 95% of the time. I feel so powerful and like happiest because I'm rooted so deeply in my power. And I feel like you are too. But the minute that, like you said, we ask somebody else their opinion or what they think of something, I, I feel like we give it away. Mm-hmm. One thing too, just you naming that is we know deep down that we're enough. Like there's a, there is a part of us that feels like we know that we're badass. We know that we're strong. We know that we're powerful. We know that we're helpful, loving, loved, wanted, whatever it is. We have parts of ourselves that are that. And also we have a, a lot of other parts that will feed into the lies that we already are telling ourselves. And I think that we lie to ourselves all the time and we almost lie so much to ourselves and tell ourselves so many different stories that we start to believe them and they start to become our reality. And all of a sudden now we're down a deep rabbit hole of getting, of giving our power away of not feeling enough constantly. And then, like I said, if you are thinking that all you're doing is going to attract that and it's all going to be then your reality and your perception. So I think also, yes, number one, validating yourself that way you start seeing yourself the way you want to be the way you want to be seen mm-hmm. versus waiting for someone else to hold up a mirror and show you what that is because they're never going to do that and if they don't then you're just going to go down the rabbit hole if you don't have that in place of being really rooted in your worth of the lies and the stories mm-hmm. yeah and i i think too it's similar to the expectations write them down like what are your st- you don't have to just write down your expectations. Like, what are the stories that yeah. you have? Like, get so clear on those because you really can't move through the I'm not enoughness or that story until you get to the root of all the other stories feeding into it and the other lies that you've been telling yourself. So, like you named, you have to kind of recreate what your reality is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everything you see is not enough. You don't have enough money in your bank account. Your clients then all of a sudden can't pay you. And then in your marriage, that's not enough. And and that doesn't feel good. Like you start to see it everywhere. So it's really important to pay attention to the lens that you're looking out at the world at. So what are all the stories you have? Because it really does create what your reality is truly. Mm -hmm. The smallest thing, shifting your perception to shift your reality. Mm -hmm. You can literally start with gratitude for all the ways in which you feel not enough 
and you can start really seeing those in a different light. You can also, like you said, I think one thing that we talked about the other day is like, I always tell her how proud I am of her and how amazing she is and how wonderful and she could literally sell pickles and I would be excited for it. <laughs> um, but also there's a practice too of like, how often do you say that like, I'm, I'm proud of myself for X, Y, Z. And that can be something that can be a practice just as much as gratitude is to really start to see, start to notice because we are, our minds, if we live in our minds, if we live in fear, we are always going to seek the familiar. And if the familiar for you right now is lack and not feeling good enough and fear and scarcity, that's all you're going to see. And start shifting what you notice and what you see to change your reality. Totally. This is something we do with all of our retreat clients too. Like we literally will ask them every week what they're proud of and go around. And we, it's really important to name because sometimes you get to somebody and I've been guilty of this before and I know you have too. And you're like, what are you proud of? And you can't think of anything. And it's like, it's very important, just like anything to stop and check in with yourself every week and look at what are you proud of of yourself. And I would challenge you to go outside of it being work-related because we can go down a rabbit hole of our worth being tied to what we achieve mm-hmm. versus just us as a human being. Yeah, because one day all this stuff is going to be stripped away, and hopefully that's not a very soon day. However, you never know when something external will be sh- stripped from you So like you said earlier, being rooted in truly who you are and rooted in your worth right now as just the beingness of you versus the human doing really will change your reality and change the way in which you feel about yourself and the way you talk to yourself and the way that others perceive you and the way your relationships are and the way everything is because in the way in which you're seeing yourself um, and you've shifted your perspective on you are enough. Mm-hmm. I think this may be like an eye-opening exercise if you guys feel called to do this listening, but like ask yourself, if you were stripped away of the job that you identify with, that you do, if you're stripped away of the relationship, if you're stripped away of the identity of being a mom or a parent, if all of those things are gone and it's just you, just you, what are you proud of for yourself? And what you may come up with may really, really surprise you. Um, it may be eye-opening. It may be sad. It may be maybe you're really proud of what you're what you see. Um, but it's a good way to look at: Are we just proud of the external things? Because it's really, really easy to just be proud of those things. And when you don't have those external things, what are you proud of internally or just for yourself? Mm-hmm. I think overall, just bringing the awareness of ways in which, like we said, the expectations, the lies, the stories, the beliefs that we are just telling ourselves or that others have casted upon us that we have made our own to make us feel that we are unworthy or unwanted um, or not enough and that you always have to keep going. I think that's a beautiful place to start is just the awareness of Mm -hmm. where these things are and how they are showing up in your life and then start recreating new ways of viewing things a hundred percent because once that awareness is there so if we're suffering Mm -hmm. that awareness is there do you want to continue to suffer because at the end of the day that is a choice Mm -hmm. do you want to stay stuck do you want to stay in these stories do you want to stay in these lies you get to choose and I know that sounds sometimes easier said than done but you get to choose 
when and how you start reframing your reality. I think Sam Skelly literally just said the other day on her webinar, and I thought this was so good. She's like, if you want to be a millionaire, obviously you don't need to spend money like you're a millionaire when you're not a millionaire, if you're broke and only making, I think she said like 20 something thousand a year, but you have to act like that. You want to walk in the neighborhoods where they have, you know, million dollar houses or the things that you're like desiring. It doesn't have to be external. If you want to show up as somebody that feels like they're enough, what are their characteristics? How do they act? How can you show up mm. as that or start to shift your reality just a little bit? So pick an area, whether it's your environment, whether it's internal, whether it's um, uh, characteristic, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, and that can slowly start to shift your reality right there. Be that now. Yeah, be enough now. Mm-hmm. So good. Anything else? I feel complete. Wham, bam, slam. <laughs> Love that. Amazing. All right, beautiful people. Um, also, if you don't know this, me and Jordan Alexis have the most wonderful retreat sisterhood out there. Wouldn't you agree? Um, 100%. Called Alive to Rise. And we actually have a few spots left for our, not the next retreat, um, because that's coming up. We're going to Glacier National Park. It's going to be into the wild, really taking these women on adventure and healing journey. But after that in September, we have a few spots left for our into the flow. So if you are a woman that is maybe an entrepreneur, maybe a busy mom, that is a grinder, that's a goer, that's an achiever, a doer, someone that not, doesn't always feel enough, but has a lot, um, this retreat would be for you. It's definitely going to tap more into flow, being your feminine energy, um, creativity, igniting your power and shining your light. So if you're interested in that, just message us on Instagram. If you don't follow us, I will put it in the show notes and we would love to have you there. Mm, yes. Costa Rica is going to be amazing. And we also have one spot left that just opened up. This literally never happens, but we have one spot for Thailand, our Rise Up retreat, which is a seven-day breathwork um, and adventure retreat in Phuket, Thailand. That's going to be amazing. That's in November. Um, so if that speaks to you, if that time frame works better, just as she said, reach out, shoot us a DM. You can't just think about this and we're going to read your mind. <laughs> you have to reach out to us so we know you're curious. Don't sit on the sidelines. Play the game. That's a good one. Get in the game. Say, put me in, coach. <laughs> okay. All right, so beautiful good. people. We'll see you guys on the other side.